So probably the most fundamental element to all computer security is understanding how to use good passwords. So learning how to improve passwords is going to improve your online security using websites like Facebook, Amazon, bank accounts, your email accounts. It's going to improve you using your Macs, having a good iCloud account, having good password to your user account on your Mac, having good passcodes for your iPhone and iPad. So understanding how to have good strong passwords is very critical for everything moving forward. So to understand why you need good passwords, you need to understand how malicious individuals break into your computer or your online accounts. The way they do it is by and large they don't target you. They're not after you. They just want access to some accounts. They want access to some Facebook accounts, to some bank accounts, to some email accounts. They just want some numbers. They want to be able to send out spam. They want to be able to infect computers. They want to be able to extort money. All sorts of things. And they're not specifically targeting you unless you're an extremely important person in the world. They're just trying to get numbers. Lots of people. So how do they do it? Well they have armies of computers out there that are infected with malware. And they go online all the time during the day, mostly at night, and they try to log on to a random site with a random ID and a password. Now random site might be Facebook, might be an email account, might be bank accounts, whatever. And they're going to try a random ID. Now most IDs are email addresses. And if you've ever received any junk email at all, which everybody has, then your email is out there. So they pick a random email from all the lists of email addresses that exist. So yours is going to be picked every single day to log into some random site. And then they're going to try a common weak password. We're going to talk about weak passwords in a minute. And it's most likely not going to work. So they're going to move on to the next random site with a random ID and a weak password. Or they may try keep trying to break into the same site with different random IDs and weak passwords. They may even try to use your random ID over and over again with weak passwords until they get in. But in the end of it they just want thousands of compromised accounts. So you want to make sure your account doesn't have a weak password because there's nothing you can do about stopping these malicious individuals from trying to log on to websites. And there's nothing you can do about them trying to stop them from using your email address since it's out there. All you can do is make sure you have a strong password. So there's other ways that they can do it as well. One is um, they can hack into a website. For instance, they can hack into uh, say uh, a maybe a gaming website or maybe a site you don't care about that just tells you local news or the weather or something like that. And you put in your ID and you put in your password there. And malicious individuals have hacked into that server. Not you, but that server. And they've gotten everybody's ID and password from that site. Now here's the problem. If you used your ID and a password there and you use the same password somewhere else, somewhere important, they can now try that one. So maybe for the site you don't care about you've used your email address and password. And for Facebook you use the same exact password. Now they try to break into your Facebook account with this uh, hacked password that they got and it works. So that's why it's not only important for your password to be strong but for them to be unique. You shouldn't be using the same password on two different websites. Never. And the other way they do it is try to trick you into giving to them. And we'll talk about that later uh, during this course. Uh, things like phishing attempts, social engineering attempts, you know, where they try to 
pretend they're one website when they're really not and get you to actually type in your password because you think you're logging in and in fact you're just handing your password to somebody. So let's learn how to use strong passwords because that's the key fundamental here. So to learn how to use strong password first you need to learn what weak passwords are. Weak passwords, the most common form, are dictionary words. And this means any word that you can look up in the dictionary or a combination of several words. Uh, so you know you can imagine it's pretty easy to take a dictionary of the English language. There's really only about 25,000 words that are commonly used, maybe 80,000 if you include all sorts of obscure words. Very easy for them to try every one of those uh, and look for passwords. It's even easier than that because we tend to go towards certain words. These are all words that are in lists of the 100 most used passwords. So if you use any of these then guess what? It's pretty common. Other people use them as well and they are commonly compared with IDs and tried, uh, systems try to log into your accounts with them. So it's really just a matter of time before your account's um, broken if you're using a password that's like these or any word that can be found in the dictionary. So you may think, well, I don't actually do that. I am trying to be clever. So I do things like this. So you can see these are variations. So see there's the letter, uh, instead of the letter O, the number 0, number 3 instead of an E, all sorts of things. An exclamation point instead of an I. There's all sorts of ways people try to use a standard word that they can remember and type easily but it's not from the dictionary. But guess what? It doesn't matter because the systems that try to break into accounts know this. They know to substitute a 0 for an O every once in a while or a 1 for an I or something like that. They know that people do this kind of thing and they're just as weak as dictionary words. So you can't get away with that. Also, of course, goes that saying that names and places, these are also in some of the most common passwords used by people. People love to use sports teams' names, movie names, and names of their kids, and all of that. And, uh, and you may think that there's so many variations on this, but actually there's only a few thousand different ones that account for a huge portion of passwords that people use. So do not use any name like this. Basically, if you could speak your password, just say it out loud and somebody knows how to type it in, it's very weak. Also dates. People try to do dates for things like their birthdays, their anniversaries, their kids' birthdays, uh, important days in their lives. It doesn't really matter because there's only so many days. I mean if there's 80,000 words that could be found in dictionaries, there's actually fewer dates. I mean you know if you rule out anything before 1999 and uh, go up to the, uh, or sorry before like 1900 and then you go up to current day, 365 days a year, there's not many dates and there's only so many ways to format them. Uh, and believe me, all sorts of different things are tried when trying to break into your account. So anything that looks like a date uh, is going to be a weak password. And then of course anything easy to type. These are some of the most common passwords typed out, uh, out there and people just use things that it's easy for them to type on their keyboard. These are very simple to break. Also, you should try not to use or definitely not use anything that's not unique. Uh, anything you've used before or are currently using on a, a site, anything others have used before, you're a clever password, never use that. Um, uh, any words or phrases from TV, movies, books, all that stuff, anything um, that exists somewhere else. 
So now you have all the rules of what you can't use. What can you use? Well, there's only really one thing you can use. It's a random password. So random password should have letters, numbers, and more. Some symbols in them as well. They should be long, eight characters minimum. But uh, for important things, you might even want to go longer. I like to go with 12, 14 characters sometimes. And they should be unique. Passwords you're not using anywhere else or you've never used before. So how do you get these? Well, there's only one way to get them. And that is to use a random password generator. Now you can do that on your Mac because every time you go to create a, an account on something Safari is going to suggest a randomly generated password. Uh, you can get um, Keychain, the, the app on your Mac to suggest one anytime you need one. And if you use a third party app like LastPass or 1Password or something like that, uh, they all include the ability to generate random passwords. So uh, that's the only way to do it. It doesn't work if you try to think of it in your head, if you try to hit random keys on the keyboard, you're going to hit patterns that other people have used. Um, think about it, if you actually were to tap out some random keys on your keyboard, you're probably going to tap them out in a pattern that makes sense for the human hand hitting the keyboard uh, in kind of just a, you know, a brush over the keys, which means that somebody else is probably going to try that as well and out of the limited number of variations, uh, somebody else is probably going to have their account hacked and their password stolen and it goes into a list of passwords that are possibly out there and now your account is broken into because somebody else also tapped their fingers across the keyboard. Only use randomly generated passwords from password generators or from Safari or Keychain on your Mac. I'll show you how to use Keychain and uh, uh, Safari to do that to generate these passwords as you either create uh, accounts or change the password on accounts uh, here in the next video. And from that point on you have to go and uh, make everything secure. Change all the passwords for all the sites and all the things you use. Store them in password generator or the keychain. Have everything be unique. Have everything be random. And just doing that by itself, even if you don't do anything else, even if you don't do two-factor authentication like I'm going to show you, that will protect you far more than most people out there. Uh, and it will be very difficult for anybody to guess your password uh, if it's randomly generated. There's just no way they can uh, figure out what it is no matter how many attempts they try. There's just not enough time and not enough computing power out there for them to break your randomly generated password.